Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, the 24th of August, and it's International Strange Music Day. And a big happy birthday to Stephen Fry, Ava DuVernay, Dave Chappelle, and Rupert Grint. As the clock ticks down in Afghanistan, the US and its allies stepped up their efforts with the evacuation in advance of today's G7 summit. As Boris is set to press Joe Biden to extend the mission at Kabul airport, Taliban spokesperson Sahail Shaheen told Sky News that there would be consequences if they chose to stay in the country after the 31st of August deadline. If they extend it, that means they are extending occupation. I think it will deteriorate the relation that will create mistrust between us. If they are intent on continuing the occupation, so it will provoke a reaction. Downing Street says the government hasn't set a hard deadline for when UK evacuation procedures will end, and it's understood discussions are going on at a local level. Defence Secretary Ben Wallace says that when the US troops leave, it's inevitable that the UK will have to pull out too. I don't think there is any likelihood on staying on after the United States. Uh, If their timetable extends, even by a day or two, then that will give us a day or two more to evacuate people. Because we are really down to hours uh, now, not weeks, and we have to uh, make sure we exploit every minute to get people out. There were 31,940 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and a further 40 deaths reported. New figures show that with the Delta wave in full effect, COVID rose once again into the top 10 causes of deaths in the UK in July, having been only the 26th most common cause in June. As planning begins for the booster shot campaign, a deal for a further 35 million shots of Pfizer was signed on Monday and all 16 and 17-year-olds have now been offered a shot. Professor Adam Finn says it's a really good idea to get the jab. We're seeing enough serious cases in healthy 16 and 17-year-olds and we're seeing good safety data after the first dose of the vaccine to reassure us that there's a clear benefit over-risk ratio and that this is the right decision. Meanwhile, having accidentally stormed the wrong BBC building two weeks ago, anti-vax protesters did at least manage to flood the lobby of the right building as they protested at ITN, the home of ITV and Channel 4 News. One of the key planks of anti-vaccine propaganda was removed yesterday as the FDA officially approved the Pfizer vaccine. Anti-vaxxers are fond of calling the COVID vaccine a clinical trial, despite the fact that it's had one of the largest and safest vaccine rollouts in history. Acting FDA Commissioner Janet Woodcock. The public can be confident that this vaccine meets the FDA's gold standards for safety, effectiveness and manufacturing quality. And as soon as it was authorised, Joe Biden called for those who've been hesitating to get the shot. It's also expected now that it's FDA approved that both public and private organisations will now require mandatory vaccination. If you're one of the millions of Americans who said that they uh, will not get the shot until it has full and final approval of the FDA, the moment you've been waiting for is here. It's time for you to go Get your vaccination and get it today, today. The weekend saw more catastrophic weather, this time affecting the US, as Storm Henri battered New York City and caused flooding, while Tennessee saw more than 20 killed in flash floods. In London, Extinction Rebellion began a series of protests to draw attention to the climate crisis. They included a protester lying under a van in central London and a march to Trafalgar Square. 
Paul Stevens, a former Met Police detective sergeant who was at the protests, spoke to Channel 4 News and says we need to make changes before it's too late. It is extremely important that we stop investing in new fossil fuel projects. We have to evolve who we are, how we live, how we burn energy. You know, we have to really change everything fundamentally. Still to come on the Smart 7, Spider-Man's had a leak and big Love Island news. Right after this. You're listening to the Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the Smart 7 Island edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. There was one game in the Premier League last night with West Ham facing Leicester at a packed London stadium. It ended 4-1 to the Hammers with Mikhail Antonio becoming West Ham's all-time Premier League top scorer as he grabbed two goals and celebrated with a cardboard cutout of himself. Manager David Moyes was happy with how West Ham has started the season. Well, the first thing I've got to do is make sure that we keep playing like this and keep a consistency. And I think the, the, the way we've played in the opening two games sort of mirrored where we were at the end of last season. But, you know, I do think that we've got, to, we've got to go up again. You know, I've sort of challenged the players to, to find that extra two points, which, we, which might have got us in the Champions League. The normally tightly controlled Marvel Universe was shaken yesterday as a trailer for the new Spider-Man movie leaked online. I don't feel so good. It was horrifically poor quality, but did have some intriguing hints on where the long-awaited Spider-Man movie might be headed. We asked Ed Pott, an arts commissioning editor for The Times, how much trouble the leak is in. Yeah, I'd imagine if, if the culprit has been discovered, they will be getting a severe dressing down. However, it's got us all talking about the new movie, hasn't it? And it does sound like it's going in an interesting direction. The good news for fans is the official trailer popped up overnight, and yep, it looks brilliant. Here, Peter Parker calls on Doctor Strange for help. So, Peter, to what do I owe the pleasure? I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Please, we saved half the universe together. I think we're beyond you calling me, sir. Okay, Stephen. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. When Mysterio revealed my identity, my entire life got screwed up. I was wondering if maybe you could make it so that he never did. Strange. Don't cast that spell. It's too dangerous. Fine. I won't. It's been keeping us occupied since the 28th of June, but Monday night finally saw Love Island 2021 come to an end. Laura Whitmore was live in the villa with the big announcement and 50 grand in cash. The winners of Love Island 2021 are... Million Leon! <laughs> Millie Court and Liam Reardon, better known to viewers as Milliam, were delighted to have won. Cannot believe we have just been crowned the winners of Love Island. Thank you so much, everybody who voted for us. We're going to leave here and now explore our future together. We can't wait, can we? Thank you, everyone. We're leaving together yeah. and continue our journey. So, thank you. This has been the Smart Seven. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Have a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daft Dog.